0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: The MLB ripped the all-star game from Georgia and handed it over to Colorado. But what did that really accomplish? Also, Biden's border crisis is leaving rape children, rampant disease, and death in its path. But has the Biden administration even made any attempt to address it? and airline workers using COVID powers to discriminate. Our investigators are on it. This and so much more. I'm Dr. Gina and welcome to Primetime. The left ruins everything. After watching the left use Major League Baseball as a tool to advance the anti-American political agenda, I started thinking about all the things the left has absolutely ruined in our lives. In the perfect leftist world, everything is politicized. There's no escape from political activism. We used to be able to watch sports like Major League Baseball and free our minds of the stress of the rest of the world, but the left will no longer allow that. Not even baseball is sacred. Watching and being part of sports is now an indication and an extension of your political beliefs not just something to enjoy. The left ruined the NBA, don't forget, and the NFL. Football used to be a celebration of our troops and of all things Americana. But over time, as the left has reached its tentacles into those sports, they've just become another political tool of the left. But it's not just sports. The left likes to leave everything in its ruins. Do you remember the good old days when late night television used to be funny and interesting? You could lay in bed and unwind watching, laughing and enjoying it maybe with your spouse or, spouse or other family members. Remember when Saturday night live used to be fun to watch on the weekends? Nowadays, late night show hosts are partisan leftists who are there to push an agenda in your face and to smear you. If you are a conservative, and Saturday Night Live, not really very funny anymore as they pretty much are there to push an agenda and try their hardest to be as politically correct as they possibly can be. The left has ruined Hollywood pretty much in general, and if you're outed as a conservative, you will never work in the film industry again. And the award shows, like the Academy Awards and the Grammys and the Emmys, Have an opening act by some leftist, and it's always a leftist, who is assigned to push their political beliefs. And oh, if they don't, they will be excommunicated once and for all. And the celebrities are expected to come to the mic one by one to then preach their politics while receiving their awards. And those awards, by the way, are given now based on race and on gender and on pushing a political agenda. And not based on good movies or talent, thanks to the left which is why their ratings have plummeted. The left has even come after food brands, like remember Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's? And even the Animal Crackers box has now had the cage removed so the Animal Crackers can all roam free. Do you feel better about that? They've ruined academia. We all know that if you send your child off to a university, it's more than likely they'll come back to hate their country, and probably you too, even though you paid for their education. And even though that's bad for families and bad for America and ultimately bad for your children, the left doesn't care. They just want political power and money. The left has also ruined religion. Social justice justice activists have taken the place of Christian pastors and Catholic priests. And they've even infiltrated our churches. And a new version of Christianity in some churches these days is to use the government to take from some and give to others. And they've even gotten your church leaders to endorse this idea. The news media has been taken over by the left and their credibility is ruined. People no longer trust the media, and that's why cable news media is down, 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 and the alphabet suit media people used to turn to for the truth is practically a figment of our lost memories. Why? Because leftist partisans pretend to be objective journalists, like George Stephanopoulos, who worked for the Clintons and now pretends to be a journalist. And it's comical, and even the left jokes about it. Immigration has been ruined by the left. It used to be a great honor for new immigrants to take the oath of citizenship after spending time and treasure to become an American citizen. I used to love to sponsor an immigrant and to be there the day that they became an American. And now immigrants just walk across the border and expect to be absorbed into America, an insult to the real immigrants of this country. And even refugees have been ruined by this so-called practice because real refugees have been diminished to these people who want to take advantage of our freedom and our humanity and our charity and our love for the world. And that's all thanks to the left who care nothing about the safety and security of Americans and they see nothing special about becoming and being an American citizen. The left has ruined immigration. And the left has even ruined travel. Who wants to go on an airplane anymore with all the masked Nazis yelling at you when you try to take a drink of water on an airplane or trying to lift your luggage overhead and your mask slips down and you'll be drained from the plane by federal agents just for that. And the left has even ruined social media. Leftists run all the big sites And you know they're gonna pull you down if you just type the wrong thing in your computer or your phone, it's all over for you. This list though, far from exhaustive. I'm sure there are so many things that the left has ruined. So head on over, find me on social media. Tell me what else the left has ruined that I didn't have time to include here. But the big question remains, why does the left want to ruin anything? And the even bigger question, why are we letting them? the left ruins everything because they want you to relent. They want to exhaust you. They want to make it impossible for you to disagree with them. They want to make life miserable for anyone who doesn't think exactly the way they think. They want you to fall in line. So in order to live an easy life, all you have to do Be a a leftist. Just agree with them and you won't have any problems. You get to keep your job. You'll get free college. You can watch your sports game as long as you keep your mouth shut as our anthem is defiled by their kneelers. You can enjoy your leftist late night TV because there are no other options. You can have your social media as long as you don't post anything that isn't approved by their fact checkers. The left wants to make life impossible for conservatives. You're not allowed to dissent. So that way, They don't have to win the debate based on truth or facts or critical thought. All they have to do is force you into compliance, force you to give up the debate and to agree with them so that you can just go on with your life. And the biggest thing on the list that the left would love to take from you, the biggest thing they want to destroy is the United States of America. Don't let them. All right, coming up, the left has their sights set on destroying the state of Georgia. And my next guest is going to stand in their way, they say. So stick around. There's a lot of Dr. Gina Primetime coming up. We have a great show in store for you. Lots of stars and lots of stories. Stay with us. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Now after an uproar by angry leftists over the new Georgia voter integrity law, Major League Baseball has bowed to the leftist mob and has moved this year's all-star game from Atlanta, Georgia. And it's now being held at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. But the MLB forgot to check Colorado's laws before making this change. Comparing the two states, Georgia has 17 days of early voting and Colorado has 15 days. Both states allow people to vote absentee without an excuse. Both require an ID to vote. But the only thing that is majorly different between the the, the new site of MLB is the All-Star Game, where it's going to be, and the site of the All-Star Game that is that Atlanta has a 51% black population and Denver has a 9% black population population. So black-owned businesses will lose tens of millions of dollars in Atlanta and Denver, which is a large majority, while, um, you know, the the other side, Colorado, will get all that money. But the left doesn't really care. They just want to punish black residents and blame the Republicans. Here now to discuss Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones. Representative, great to see you. Representative... Your state being punished by the left and black residents of your state are losing big. About $100 million is the guesstimate. And interestingly, about 40% of the businesses that will lose in your state are black owned. I don't think MLB thought very much about this. And if they did, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but this doesn't sound good for them, does it?
3: Well,
0: not only that, but it shows that Stacey Abrams and Joe Crow Biden and the left really realized or didn't realize, or maybe they did realize how it was going to hurt black people, how they were going to suppress black businesses, how they were going to suppress young black boys and young black girls who want to go and see their favorite major league baseball player. Yeah, maybe they did know it. But see, their whole agenda, is not about Black Lives Matter. As a matter of fact, the new chairperson of the Cobb County Board of Commissioners is black in Cobb County, where the field is. They just elected only not only that, but a new black sheriff and a new black clerk of court, all countywide, all right there in that county. So you see how black people are being hurt? So it wasn't about Black Lives Matter. It was never about Joe Crow or Jim Crow. What it was about was dividing the races. It was about suppressing African-Americans from waking up and voting Republican because Democrats, white liberals know they cannot continue to win if they lost just 15% of the black vote consistently. And so this was a hoax. Uh, And Major League Baseball, by the way, like you just pointed out, how is it that they leave a county or, or yeah, let's say leave a county in a city that has that that much black population to a a city where there's only 9%? Really? But finally, Among other things, too, though, Major League Baseball headquarters is in New York. Why haven't they moved out of New York? When you look at it, they don't allow for absentee voting. Wow. New York, where the headquarters is. That goes to show you that this was foolishness. It was a lie from the start. Joe Biden's a part of it. The liberal media was a part of it. And look at who's suffering in the end. African Americans I mean, and but, their but
1: Representative Jones, if you if you look at the record of Joe Biden, he has a very long history of racism. I mean, this isn't a new thing. Um, folks like you were trying to point this out all through the campaign season. Uh, you know, from his support of longtime support of his very good friend Richard Byrd, a former prominent member of the KKK, whose eulogy, I believe he gave, Um, you know, some of the horrible things he said. He's on tape using the N word. Um, I've seen it many times. Um, I mean, Joe Biden, even in his campaign, said horrendous things. Uh, about all sorts of minorities, not just people, uh, you know, uh, with black skin, but also, you know, we we heard comments about people of Indian descent. We heard comments about Hispanics and others. Um, so this should really come as no surprise. And if you really wanted to look at evidentiary sorts of uh, facts, you might deduce that the reason Joe Biden told such lies as he told about the Georgia lie, if one we're being you know, suspicious of his motives, you might say that this doesn't look good. He hasn't retracted any of the lies he told about the Georgia bill, which actually expanded um, voting opportunities for everybody. Um, he's never retracted that. The lies he told were blatant. He hasn't apologized. He hasn't retracted. Um, and, and a lot of these companies were probably just believing what Joe Biden said. So who's really to be held accountable here?
0: Well, it's kind of interesting uh, to get on uh, an airline, including Delta, you have to have an ID. When you go to get your COVID shot, you have to have an ID. When you check out a book in the library, you have to have an ID. And we can go on down the line from buying cigarettes and on and on. Again, this was never about voter suppression. This was white liberals using Stacey Abrams to beat black people back on the plantation. Keep them from being independent thinkers. Have them thinking that Republicans are evil and the Democrats are here to save you. When in fact, the Democrats with their bigot ways, with their bigot agenda is doing nothing but using black people, voters and black candidates and elected officials to carry a liberal agenda that has nothing in it to help African-Americans. Matter of fact, liberals have destroyed the black community. Now it's time for the black community to destroy liberals.
1: Well, and you make a great point, Representative Jones. A poll from the Associated Press shows that 72% of people support uh, showing an ID to vote. And if you break that down by party, 91% of Republicans, uh, 72% of independents, and a whopping 56% of Democrats actually support voter ID. Those numbers should scare the MLB and the leftists out of their minds right now. Voter ID isn't an un American idea. As you point out, you need an ID to do just about everything. These companies that are criticizing the Georgia law. Uh, you know, do business in any way. If you're buying a Coke products, you know, some of Coke products are alcoholic. Um, I think they're still going to cart people to buy alcoholic products. You need an ID to get on Delta Airlines. Uh, You need an ID to buy, uh, you know, most tickets for anything. You certainly are going to need ID to get your vaccine or are they going to discriminate against people Um, you know, are they gonna say that's discriminatory and uh, people don't need an ID to get a vaccine? I mean, where are the left, where are they going with this whole ID thing? Or is this really about cheating and fraud?
0: Well, you know, you mentioned Coca-Cola or someone mentioned Coca-Cola. Ask Coca-Cola employees, how can they get into their buildings? Ask those who wanna visit Coca-Cola what's required, a photo ID. And then there's Coca-Cola telling white people through training that they should act less white. Isn't that racist? Isn't that big? Now, what if somebody, what if Coca-Cola told black employees to act less black? You would have all the race hustlers just like who? Stacey Abrams all in wearing them out. But you know what? They're being bought out by the left. Be quiet. Don't say anything. We'll fill your pockets. Look at how much Stacey Abrams is making from all these groups. She doesn't have a job. Why is she out there working? Because she's getting money from these groups, the George Soros and others. Even Bloomberg gave her $5 million to walk around and take a picture with him. After he was accused of being a racist by so many African-Americans, but that was supposed to dilute it, So she was willing to forget what African-Americans were saying about Bloomberg because he's going to give her $5 million. Wow. So when you look at this again, here we are, we're beating ourselves. We're talking to the choir about there's no voter suppression here. Well, guess what? They know it. They knew it from the start. It was not about that. I keep telling you, this is the, this is Jim Crow 2.0, really, on steroids, where they're using this to sound the alarm because they got afraid that too many black people started voting Republican and people like me who are starting to say, hell to the north, we're not going to be on that plantation anymore. The real bigots are in the Democratic Party. I'm telling you, this is all it's about. Look at who's hurting from this. Black people aren't hurting from the bill, they're hurting from the boycotts. And when I hear them talk about boycotting the masters, really the master is in the Democratic Party. That's where the real master is, but they don't want to boycott that.
1: Representative Stephen Colbert, uh, Representative, rather, I'm saying to you, Stephen Colbert, who makes little attempts really to be funny these days, talked about this situation on his show last night. And this is uh, I- interesting. I-, I hope people don't turn the show off of this, but you can't miss it. Listen.
4: Major League Baseball yanked the game because the Georgia GOP passed a major law limiting voting, like adding voter ID requirements for absentee ballots limiting the use of ballot drop boxes and making it a crime to approach voters in line to give them food and water. There's your classic Southern hospitality. As it says in the good book, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. And then you were arrested because white people in Georgia are terrified of Stacey Abrams. For years, Republicans have been removing polling locations and shortening voting hours in order to make it harder to vote in black districts. And it's sure not a great look that Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signed it behind closed doors, guarded by state troopers, surrounded by white men, while sitting under a painting of a slave plantation. He then celebrated by watching Gone with the Wind and singing all the words to Gold Digger. (laughs) It is so blatantly racist that it's been dubbed Jim Crow 2.0. Here's an example of a white liberal. Do you know
0: if slavery were back in existence today, or if you put it on the ballot, Steve, Stephen uh, Colbert, he would vote for it. He would probably own slaves. Now, here this white man, he's so concerned about black people. Well, why isn't he getting other networks to have late night talk shows hosted by black people? Why is not that he's living in a black neighborhood, but he cares about black people? Huh, that's interesting. Why, because liberal whites like him that are Democrats, think they know what's best for black people. They wanna tell us what to do, what to eat, where to live. Matter of fact, they'll build us a house, but not in their neighborhood. They'll build us a Habitat Humanity House. But why not build one of those houses in their neighborhood? So this is, this is normal, this is the pattern. They wanna think for black people. And I like to be on Stephen Colbert's show. He invited Stacey Abrams, why won't he invite me? And by the way, mm-hmm. you can give out water and food. This new law even allows for a food truck. You just can't come within 150 feet of the polling place. Wait a minute. And the hours, the hours hadn't been cut. The hours is 7 o'clock. And I think it show sure may be based out of New York. If it is, if that's the case, New York doesn't even allow for, what, ad, um, advanced voting. I should say uh, mail-in um, voting. Um, isn't that absentee something?
1: Absentee ballots. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You know,
0: absentee ballots.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly so right. The, so the it, it actually expands it. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Representative Johnson, and, we and he talked about being-
0: those, and when he talked about those drop boxes, what they did was put those drop boxes in an area that's properly supervised and managed, and there's oversight, so there won't be any ballot harvesting and other things going on. What is wrong with protecting and increasing the integrity of our election process? What is wrong with that? It's not what white Republicans are doing to black people. It's what white Democrats are doing to black people. They are clearly, categorically and unequivocally, the black person's oppressor.
1: Representative Jones, thank you so much for being here and commenting on this. We appreciate it. Sure. And uh, coming up, you won't believe who was arrested trying to cross our southern border. We're going to tell you about that right here on Dr. Gina Primetime.
3: Stick around.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Borders are wide open. Biden and Kamala seem to care very little about it, even as terrorists waltz right in. Some are being arrested. The New York Post headline reads like this. Two Yemeni men on the FBI's terror watch list are arrested at the southern border Kamala now supposedly has been put in charge of the border issue at least that's according to Joe Biden but she still hasn't bothered to visit we've all seen the video of her cackle laughter when (laughs) she was asked if she were going to visit but so far we have no further comment From the vice president here with me now to discuss former Trump deputy national security advisor, KT McFarland. KT, great to see you. Great to have you with us tonight.
3: It's always good to be with you. Thank you for having me.
1: KT, if if they arrested these two bad guys at the border, what does this mean in terms of who likely got past the border patrol?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the right question to ask. Here, here's the thing. It's good news that we got these two guys, but the bad news is who else is who else has already gone through? Who else is on their way to come through? Because as you said just a second ago, it's an open border. It's basically an unprotected open border because it's so overwhelmed. The system is just so broken and so overwhelmed that anybody, the, our border situation, our border patrol agents, they just can't even stop people, much less you know get everybody's name, much less process them. So they're just basically letting everybody in. And it's three issues that are important. One is a national security issue that you you pointed out. You know, if you can get people, undocumented immigrants, and you don't even bother, you can't even check who they are, who else is coming through? And what else is coming through? Are weapons coming through? Are terrorists coming through? Potentially are, are some kind of, you know, weapons of mass destruction coming through? You don't know. So it's a national security issue, but it's also a humanitarian issue, and it's also an economic issue.
1: Katie, I read through the vice president's activities over the last couple of days. You know, we get those press pools. And according to Kamala's activities over the last couple of days, uh, yesterday she landed at LAX. She went on a walking tour of the East Bay Municipal Utility District's Upper San Leandro Water Treatment Plant in Oakland with Governor Newsom to discuss water equity. Today she went to Chicago, was greeted at the airport by J.B. Pritzker and Chicago Mayor, Lori Lightfoot, uh, both applauded her briefly as she came down the stairs of Air Force Two. She chatted with them before getting in her vehicle. Uh, I'm sure these are all very, very important activities for her, but she can't take time to go to the border, KT, where people are dying. Children are being raped. Ranchers are in peril. National security is at risk. Drugs are pouring in. There seems to be, and, and it doesn't really take a partisan to see, that there just seems to be no real commitment, not a plan, not an attention to detail from the person that Joe Biden said was going to deal with it days and days ago, weeks ago, really.
3: Yeah, I mean, they figure if they ignore it, it'll go away. And, and they probably are counting on the media, you know, the the woke the woke mob in the media who only report good things about the Harris-Biden administration and want to only say bad things about everybody else. But you're right to point out the other aspects of this. It's not just national security, it's also the humanitarian issue. Because by having an open border, what the Biden administration has done is they've enabled the coyotes, you know, the smugglers, the human smugglers, who are bringing people across the border for for whatever they're bringing them for, either for money, sexual favors, whatever. And they are estimates that half of the women who are coming across the border. They've been raped. Um, just the other day, there was a baby that one of the coyotes dropped on the wall uh, because his parents weren't going to pay for him. So happily, he would the coyote would happily sacrifice the life of that child for some money. Even this morning, there was a young boy who was found alone in the desert, who had been abandoned in the desert with no parents, no group, no nothing. And that's the humanitarian crisis, because even though they probably have good intentions, the Biden-Harris administration, the unintended consequences, what they're doing is creating a humanitarian disaster on the border. And then there's the economic disaster. You know, what's gonna happen to all these people? Are they coming to the United States? Are they gonna get jobs? Are they going to get education? Are they going to get housing? Are they gonna get healthcare? You know, half of the people is estimated. Half of them are coming across the border testing positive for COVID. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. So all across the board, it's a very bad policy, and it's so unnecessary, because all they had to do was to say, we may not like President Trump's policy, but we're just going to leave it in place while we reassess as we come out of the pandemic. But now, in their zeal to undo anything that President Trump did, they had to create this crisis, and it is a crisis, and it is all of their own making.
1: More than 100,000 illegal immigrants, and that's a very low number, actually. I try to use the most conservative uh, estimates uh, just so I'm above reproach on this, have crossed the border at Joe Biden's. And it really is, and you have to put it like this, it really is an invitation because he ran on this issue, KT, saying that this was going to be a top priority to open the borders. Um, These numbers, though, are they sustainable, in your opinion?
3: No. It's only, they're not sustainable for the United States, but the problem is it's only going to get worse. We already can see uh, the migration of people who left Central America and are making their way either by bus or by train. We're making their way across Mexico up to the U.S. border. And we already know that another—you know several more caravans of people have already left, and so it's only going to get worse. But the other part of it not being sustainable, if it's already broken, if the system is already overwhelmed, what happens when it double the number of people trying to get in every day? You know, they're not, they're basically not even being detained. There's somebody who maybe takes their name, but they have no identification, so you don't really know if that's their name, and says, oh, please come back in a couple of months and we want to hear your case, but then they release them into general society. Well, what happens to the children that they're releasing? You know, are they releasing them into the loving arms of auntie and uncle, or are they releasing them into the waiting arms of sexual predators? and people who are going to do ill, by not having any tracking of who the people are, we are setting ourselves up for such a crisis down the road. Because as we emerge from the pandemic, the people who have been hardest hit are the low-income, unskilled American workers. Their jobs may come back. They may not come back. But if they do come back, are they going to necessarily be able to get their jobs back? Because all of a sudden, you've got hundreds of thousands of new immigrants who are unskilled who are going to work for subsistence pay. And so all of a sudden you've got like a lot more competition for those ever number dwindling number of jobs. So it is creating a real economic crisis for the people who are least able to cope with it. The people coming out of the pandemic who have been the hardest hit because they've lost their jobs.
1: And we can't know what kinds of traumas um, any of these, especially the children and the women, have experienced on their way. KT, while I have you here, I'd like to ask you about Iran. The Biden administration thinks it's a great idea uh, to get the old Iran nuclear deal out of the cobwebs, but I'm going to bet you might not agree with them. What are your thoughts?
3: Well, first of all, the old deal was a lousy deal. It never stopped Iran's nuclear program. It nearly put part of the nuclear program on pause. For, a couple, for about 10 years. Well, guess what? The clock's been taking since then. And if the United States and Iran rejoin the deal, then all of a sudden Iran has a legal ability and a legal right to nuclear weapons within the decade. Now, that's going to create a nuclear arms race in the Middle East, but even that's bad. But what's going to happen is even worse. So they say about Iran that the, Iran has never won a war, but it's never lost a negotiation. Here's the situation today. You've got, in Europe, you've got American negotiators in one room, you've got European negotiators in the middle, and you've got Iranian negotiators in the other. The Iranians have refused to meet face-to-face with the Americans. So the Europeans are sort of scuttling back and forth. I think what's going to happen within a couple of days is that the Iranians are going to say, okay, we'll meet with the Americans, and the American price, the price America has to pay, we'll start lifting the sanctions. So we're going to lift sanctions in exchange, for Iranian negotiators basically walking maybe 50 feet to sit down with Americans. You know, I mean, we were snookered once, we're going to get snookered again, and I fear that what the result will be is a very unstable Middle East and a Middle East with nuclear weapons.
1: KT McFarland, thank you so much for your you. wisdom on this. Thank you, Gina. Really
3: great to be with you, Dr. Gina.
1: Great to have you. And coming up, he played God on TV, so do you trust his wisdom on the vaccine. And you won't believe the viral video of who is being targeted now by flight attendants. Is this becoming a form of bigotry? We'll discuss next, right here on Dr. Gina Day.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Actor Morgan Freeman now being used to promote the COVID vaccine and his pitch a little disturbing.
0: I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again,
3: please.
1: I guess we're supposed to take his word for it since he played God in some movies. Here to discuss, R.A.V. West Coast correspondent, Amanda Head. Amanda, always great to have you on with us. You know, I this just bothers me. Not because I think that he doesn't have a right to his opinion. Not because I have any problem with him, you know, pitching whatever product he wants to pitch for whatever product he wants to pitch for. Um, because he's acting like he doesn't realize that the reason people trust him is because he plays God in movies. Like, just say it, you know, or I don't know, but it just, I have a problem with the I don't know at some point god's got to be sacred somewhere right because we use them all the time in all the wrong ways i guess that's it
2: yeah yeah i completely agree i mean you know if if smooth movie narrator voice guy tells you to get the vaccine then by all means you should definitely trust him and he's like if you trust me why would we trust you you're an actor your your whole career is about faking um this is only going to matter (laughs) to people who care what celebrities think about things. And I think that people who fall into that category, I can probably name them on one hand, unless they're on the left side of the aisle, in which case they're already probably getting the vaccine. Um, The voice of God has sold his soul for a bargain basement price. I'm interested to know what that price is these days, by the way, the price of a soul on the black market. But if you remember, um, this is a man who had to clarify and explain to the world that he wasn't planning on marrying his great goddaughter. Um, If you're explaining, you're losing. I don't know if you remember that back from 2012, but I think he's confusing science with a science experiment, and that's the bottom line.
1: Oh, Amanda, okay, switching topics. And I don't remember that because I have the most selective memory. You wouldn't believe it. Um, and, I, and I do like to forgive people, but, you know, I think he could have just started by saying, I played God on TV, doesn't make me an expert, but here's my opinion. Yeah. And that would have been a really authentic commercial. That, I would have, would, that would have grabbed my attention, and I would have thought that was actually super cool. Anyway, I want to ask you about this viral video from Spirit Airlines. This got me because this is the second one like it I've seen. A Jewish family targeted because their two-year-old two-year-old would not keep the mask on. Amanda, check out this video.
3: I'm going to take a little powder from? in your product. What did I do? I told you, non-compliance, we'll have to get off. I didn't want to do this. Did, did you have to pick up your stuff? What, what did I do? What did we do? I'm sorry, I didn't want you
2: off. Okay,
3: no problem just me what we did. non with the mask. We're with wearing this. We're wearing mask. She's not wearing it. A baby? We're wearing a mask. mask. Well, a baby, baby, you know, you know, we keep
4: putting it on. You've yeah. been sitting next to me. Was I wearing a mask? He was old? wearing it the whole time. Guys, was I wearing a mask? Oh, I'm sorry. But it keeps okay. I'll make sure he wears it. Everything's going to be fine. I'm anytime. sorry. I'll make sure that they're wearing it, okay? Especially styled and a two-year-old. I understand. Right. I'm not, not my toy. Who's toys? Let's bring him
1: here. Why would you make waste time to do this. this? I'm sorry, but you has to get up. You have to take your stuff and you have to... I'm not, company. Company. I'm not no, no. excuse me.
4: I'm not going to leave until I understand what I, I did wrong. I have so if baby. you want to yeah, call I'm your manager, you can call the your
3: manager. I'll comply with the VAS policy. You what
4: said it's, there not there there. it's not you. So who is this? you we're,
3: we're done talking, right? We're done talking, okay. but not wants you off. You have to get off.
1: Who wants me off? I want off. she's, she's a baby. big one. i my flight. How, how old is she? She's just turned two a month ago. I understand. It's five and up. What is a she? I'm
3: trying understand. to wear it. She keeps going. She's, she's not a baby. I said out of the aircraft. I will we'll have to
0: deplane the aircraft and call the police. Keep your mask on. Keep it up. It's
3: any problem. I'll stop. What do I do? Okay, I'm going to call the police. Have them no on. problem. No them.
4: problem. problem. Right. I've got my lawyer on the okay. case.
1: I Have a special needs child. I have a special needs child. Uh, they're telling them non-complaints. They cleared the plane. I mean, this is just. And you know, it was the it was the other passengers on the plane that said, "All right, enough! Finally, yes. some people are standing up." I hope more people on planes will start standing up for passengers being harassed. But I'll tell you another thing. I think I think that you know, a little guy with a badge problem is uh, mm-hmm. getting out of control and being used for bigotry. I really do. Your comments. Yeah. Man, courage is contagious. I, I agree with you. I hope
2: that people start standing up to this madness. This is insanity. I'm sure you saw the video of the pastor of the Polish church in Canada, and he was yelling yes. at them to leave his property, called, called them the Gestapo, SS, Nazis. Good for him, he has courage. He is telling them don't come back without a search warrant. You saw the Jews, the Orthodox Jews gatherings in New York where you had police officers going in and clearing them out. This is getting completely out of hand and it, it, it's really terrifying, but what's, what's heartwarming about this is, like you pointed out, you had other people on the plane who were saying enough is enough, this is absolutely ridiculous. And you're starting, I mean, beyond like the, the freedom aspect of all of it, you're starting to inconvenience everybody else, kicking everybody off the plane it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. I would never fly Spirit Airlines anyway because it's like a public bus in the sky, and they nickel and dime you
1: for everything, including a napkin. So I'm, you yeah. know, don't fly, don't fly. Well, Spirit. N- Amanda, Thank ironically, this is precisely what American Airlines did to me after I retweeted your video where you caught the American Airlines pilot saying he was going to dump everyone yeah. off over Oklahoma, um, and then American Airlines did the exact same thing to me. Said no reason given, they were just going to kick me off the plane, and if I didn't get off, they were going to clear the plane. It was an nightmare literally PTSD from that video anyway thank you so much for being with us Amanda thank you dr. Gina and you know it's the coldness of that flight attendant that we're seeing over and over again from these flight attendants who I I swear someone harassed them in middle school or something I don't know because they continue to uh, you know treat people this way just because of I don't know I don't know it's like they just they just had a little little bit of power, and it goes right to their head. All right, it is time for our meme of the day. Democrats have been pushing masks since 1865, and, uh, you know, you kind of can't deny that. And, uh, you know, let's just remember... Where the bigotry started and where the bigotry continues. And keep an eye out for it, friends, because, uh, you know, it really is historic and it really is systemic. And, you know, just maybe, just maybe the Democrats were on to something when they talked about this systemic racism. Only I think they had it placed on the wrong side of the aisle. Just saying. Anyway, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk to brand-new legal counsel for Matt Gates and get the real story on that. We also have the producer for the brand-new Roe v. Wade movie that uh, the left absolutely hates, and we're going to get some true stories on what's going on with the vaccine. So you're going to want to not miss the show tomorrow. And thank you for joining me tonight and every night. Tell your friends. Thank you to everyone here at your new home for Real News, R-A-V, Real America's Voice. Live from Studio 6B, up next with Damon and the crew. Hug your children, love your God, go boldly now, and live the truth.